Good evening, and welcome to The Table On Air, your primary source for learning about what's new, what's happening, and what's what in black LGBTQ culture. For those that don't know, I'm your host, Darius Caffey, and I thank you for showing up to this space. We're about to get real real, a little deep, and maybe a little teary, but we're gonna have some fun, so stick around for the ride. Joining us as our first guest today, we have award-winning creative strategist, creative director, social media expert, model, photographer, vocal performer, style icon, and one of my favorite people, Terrell Stanley. Welcome to the table. Hey everybody, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, of course. We really am really glad and, glad and grateful to have you here to be able to share with our audience, with the city of Chicago and the world, all about all the great things that you've been able to accomplish, all of the pieces, a part of your journey that have brought you to where you are now, and to be able to show the world all that you can do and all that you have done. So again, thank you for being here. Again, thank you for having me. I'm just <laughs> super excited to be on this platform. I'm super excited to support you and you know the black queer community. Um, we deserve this space. and to be the first guest on, you know, Can TV for your show is just amazing. So thank you again for having me. Of course, yeah. of course. You've been able to do a lot of great things that the world knows of. You've been able to work with a lot of different clients in the you know media and advertising space, such as Champion, such as DeAndre Brown, such as 15% Pledge, Pandora, and so many more that you've been able to work alongside some great individuals to be able to help them you know, showcase all the talent that you bring to the table. So I'm really glad to be able to hold space for you today mm -hmm. to be able to elaborate on what you're doing and how far you've come mm -hmm. and how far you're going to continue to go. Beautiful. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So can you first start off by sharing more about your journey that could be personally or professionally? Where have your experience, skill sets and talents typically resided in your life? Um, I feel like up until this point, I'm currently 25, I feel like up until this point, um, I've been able to work on kind of one thing at a time. You named a lot of different things that I do. I'm a multidisciplinary artist and strategist. And throughout my life, I've had the opportunity to do a lot. I'm a singer at heart. That is the, the base of my creativity. So um, it cut, my creativity started with my voice and, and being on stage um, in front of people. Um, and then that kind of I kind of followed that feeling of just goodness um, throughout high school and did acting and performed in various places throughout Chicago. Um, and then that kind of led me to um, going to marketing advertising at the University of Missouri. Um, and that's really just where I found my passion and that's where I found my wholeness and feeling um, pretty much like myself and being able to chart that path out for me where I can be my full self. And that's a continuous work in progress. Um, and I'm continuously trying to coalesce all of the things that you, that you named that I do um, into my day-to-day -day work experience. But it lies in all of that. <laughs> it resides in that whole experience. Um, and it's, again, a work in progress. So Yeah, and you brought up a great point about a lot of the things that you've previously and historically done you know, helping you get to that center of wholeness. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's 
very important for us to just kind of talk about and to bring to this space is that you are a multifaceted and a multi-hyphenate individual that are doing a lot of creative things. And sometimes we have to do all those things to bring us to that wholeness for ourselves. I think that it's important to realize that, you know, life isn't one-sided and that there are a lot of different ways for us to operate and live in this world and find fulfillment and find wholeness. Yeah. So I'm glad that you've been able to do that mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways and, you know, continue to find additional ways to, you know, support your ideas and your passions and bring more life to what you're doing now. Yeah, it's just about being happy making sure you do all the things you want to do in your day to day because that's what we deserve is not just black queer human beings but just human beings in general like we're not machines we're not um cogs you know so it's it's time that we realize <laughs> that we can do the things that we want to do we just have to name them and chase them and go after them so yeah, yeah. i agree and that brings me to my next question which it's a perfect, you know, just kind of moment to reflect on all that you've been able to do. So can you explain a little more about what experiences in your life that you found the most value in? When it comes to my work? Yep. Um, just life experience. Because <laughs> um, I feel honestly that's what um, I've been working to this this point in life um it again it's just i'm working to be happy at the end of the day um i am not just my work i'm not just my contributions to advertising i'm not just awards i'm not just social media posts um i'm a multidisciplinary creative in many different facets so i find inspiration from daily life from things that i read from the people that i involve myself with from personal relationships with friends, family, my partner, anybody, you know, I, I try and pull inspiration from anywhere. I'm always on when it comes to finding inspiration um, just to keep it moving, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's so much to, to look at in the world and so much to um, to learn from. And I'm, I try to live from a constant state of gratitude and being a student. Um, because I want to do that for the rest of my life. I feel like that's how you continue to grow and learn is just to be open to things. So I've, I'm always on. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I agree. I think that, you know, not really always being on, but always having that, you know, openness and mindset that I can continuously learn from life and mm -hmm. see things and get inspired by it. I think that that's extremely important one for people to just continue to go out and live life and you know be inspired by all these different things so if y'all are watching go out and live life and get inspired yeah but also to be able to see that and reflect on it and see you know how all these different experiences feed into what you're doing and who you are as a person mm -hmm. and you know how you continue to see yourself yeah. showing up and a lot of times in work they make us believe that we should be working all the time, you know, have no rest. Um, and there should be points of rest and work and they should be together. So it doesn't feel like work, but it is work, you know? Um, so it's just, again, making sure you're aligned with what you want in your life so that that can come to fruition in your day to day. Hi, I'm Hugo Valta, host of Three Questions with as many as 700,000 residents in Illinois who receive health care through Medicaid are at risk of losing their coverage. Joining us to talk about Medicaid is Dr. Geraldine Luna of the CDPH. 
Join us Wednesdays at 7.30 on CAN-TV Channel 19, streaming on cantv.org and the CAN-TV Plus app. So speaking of alignment, coming back to this question, how has your identity and background informed how you approach your work in social strategy and creative direction? So my identity and my my identity and the things that I identify as are with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is constantly shaping how I view my work because I'm thinking about my family, I'm thinking about myself, I'm thinking about the people around me. What would they think and how would they feel if they viewed this work? Would they feel seen? Would they feel represented? Can I feel strongly and proudly about what I'm producing? Um, it's all of that. You know, our community is so big but so small in terms of understanding and common experience. We know what that looks like, but the rest of the world doesn't. So constantly trying to fact check the process of like, okay, is this really us or is it not? And then also like, are we even in the room? And if I am the only person in the room, how am I showing up for us? And am I doing that adequately? Am I doing that authentically? And am I doing that purposefully? And is my team doing that purposefully? Can I trust the people that I work with? Can I trust the people who are putting this on and that are storytelling alongside me? Um, So my identity is always weaved into all of that. You know, it never leaves me. It's it's just a point of view that I've had to grow up to have, you know, um, and will continue to have because I'm proud of it. So it's a constant piece, moving piece in my work. Yeah, and that shows up for a lot of people. And that, you know, came back to the central point and purpose of, you know, why we started and created this show was to be able to show up as our authentic selves in these spaces and have these conversations about, you know, our day-to-day lives, which, like you said, shows up so much more than people can imagine. Like, this is exactly how we are presenting ourselves in all of the things that we're doing, not just, you know, waking up in the morning, but going to work, being in friendships, relationships, you know, having individual conversations with people our black queerness is our identity and it informs how we show up in this world. Mm-hmm. So it's important for us to figure out, you know, how to operate in their lands, but also for other people to also understand that and not for us to always feel like we need to teach it. Yeah, like we have to work towards it because we shouldn't, you know, we're black because of our experience. So having to, to re-explain that sometimes is, is, is tiring, you know, so. But it's the way of the world, you know. Um, and I think we as a community are beginning to realize that we can create our own spaces. Um, so we don't have to do that. Um, and that is personally my goal um, to continue to do that, especially with social media. Social media touches everything. Advertising touches everything, whether it is just social media, whether it's a, a live event. Um, whether it's talking to somebody on social media through tone of voice, there are so many ways to um, cue to someone that there is someone black behind the screen um, to, to, to show representation, not just through black bodies, but through black ideas, black concepts, and black ways of viewing the world. Um, so creating our own spaces is, is key to not having to feel like we constantly have to fight Um, But also, that's not for everybody. So if you are able to, you know, coalesce and work with a multitude of people, like, that is also another way of learning life 
you know, is by diversifying your experiences. So balance, balance, yeah. creation and learning, being open is key to it all. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So speaking of creating, thinking of next steps, bigger and better, mm-hmm. what vision do you have for where life can take you next? Think hypothetically, but also intentionally. Um, I don't know. I just would love to create more with people I view as my peers. Um, when we are given the authority and autonomy, and we take the authority and our and use our own autonomy to create from our own perspective, um, we change the world, and that's pretty much you know the case. So it's it's leaning into that. Um, for my for myself and my own work, and then for for my for my peers and my friends and my community. Um, so moving forward, I am looking for looking forward to starting my own business. Um, I've done freelance work within the past couple months, about half to a year, uh, half year at this point, six months. So that's exciting. Yeah, so I'm new trying. New journeys. Yeah, new yeah. journeys, new things, but creating space. Creating space and creating money, okay? Okay. Um, creating space, creating money, creating black futurity, you know, reshaping what life is for us and what it could be for us and through the lens of a social media practitioner. Um, I'm just excited to keep creating and growing and learning and growing community. Um, and that's the only way I, I, that's, those are really the only goals that I have is to be happy, to be healthy, to create with those alongside me from a place of peace and from a place of connection. Um, You know, that will take shape and forms in many ways, Um, but I'm excited to step my foot into that and to be more creative um, because social media is fun and I've done it my whole life. Um, Professionally, personally, I've grew up alongside social media. I'm a part of a generation that had an experience with media that it will never have again in terms of just not having social media for real and then growing up literally alongside it. So I feel like this has been a lifelong process for me. And like I said, it's it's all about coalescing all of those things and bringing them all together, weaving them together so that you have this beautiful basket of opportunity um, to continue to create and to continue to just be an example. Yeah. Well, congratulations and cheers on starting your own business and hopefully... Congratulations to you. I'm only able to be here and to do this because of growth and opportunity and opening your mouth and being an example. So um, I'm excited to do this alongside you um, and my other black queer brothers and sisters who are embarking and people who are embarking on creation yes so thinking about this lens of black queerness what does that mean to you because this is why we're here to celebrate that and hopefully bring a lot more positive insight to other people within this space Mm -hmm. so how does that show up for you in your life just showing just being authentic to me i think a lot of times um, we get caught up in this idea of what black queerness is and it 
it's not one thing. It's not um, monolithic. It's extremely multifaceted. Um, so I, all I can do, honestly, is continue to be my black gay self, whatever that looks like for Terrell, you know? Um, and that means to me, loving all my friends, my family, and myself through my work, through my day-to-day, -day, through just being a good person, um, looking forward to things that I may not know about myself, that is exciting to me. Um, to be able to have the opportunity because to do that because the world is constantly telling us that we are one thing, especially as black men. Um, we always have to be extremely masculine, make money and whatever. And I'm into now just exploring what makes me happy because it makes me happy um, and knowing that I sh should and deserve to have those things because <laughs> there are so many other people in this world who are able to have those things because of their skin color and don't have to question, um, don't aren't questioned by anybody. So just living for me um, because my black queerness is what it is. Um, and I, by design, am a definition of black queerness and that is dip, my definition is different from yours and the next person. So just continue to do what I can for the people around me and myself. Yeah, and we're here to celebrate all those different versions of what black queerness looks like mm -hmm. and means because like you said, it is not on a monolith and there's so many different versions and aspects to it mm -hmm. that deserve to be told, deserve to be heard, deserve to be seen for what it is mm -hmm. and not for what other people expect it to be. Exactly. So thank you for showing up as your authentic self. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, it all comes with life and the different experiences that we take with us and learn from. So for our last question, to just wrap us up, because this has been an amazing conversation, I just, I would love to continue <laughs> I don't this. want it to stop. I know, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but finally, what was a moment that you experienced in your past that might have seemed difficult back then, but looking back on it now, it taught you a lesson? Um... For me, I would say in high school, I a lot changed for me in high school. Um, I was still closeted in high school, um, so I was working through a lot. Um, but as far as it pertains to my identity now, there were two particular events that kind of shaped how I view my work now. One, um, when I kind of was not outed but I kind of accidentally yeah. came, came out to my parents. Let's talk about it. It happens to a lot of us. Yeah, so I had social media at the time and I was doing things I was not supposed to be doing as a young person. So anyway, I had to lose 10,000 followers that I worked for and kind of grew up alongside. Um, and then also just being gay and then actually coming out um, I feel like those two experiences have kind of continued to push me um, to be who I am, to be authentic. Um, so I don't ever have to be in those spaces to where I have to not feel in control of my life again. Um, so it's just not working from a place of fear, but working through trauma unintentionally. Like I don't get up and think about these things every day, but these are the things that we carry with us as black people. You know, I carry with me my ancestors' history and trauma as well as mine, you know, and it's a lot, but we're continually working through these things. 
Um, but those are a couple of experiences that kind of shaped how I work and why I work um, from a personal experience. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. Because I, I resonate with so much of it. Because, again, like we all as black queer people have very similar experiences like yeah. that. They may not all, you know, show up the same way, mm-hmm. but we all have kind of went through some of the same situations. So it's really good to hear that and very affirming for not just myself, but for my community to be able to see other people that look like us, think like us, you know, feel like us, to be able to talk about what these things have meant for us, you know, mm-hmm. throughout our lives. Yeah. So thank you, Terrell, for being here with me and for being vulnerable and for showing up to this space as your full authentic self. It's really my pleasure. Um, and I appreciate you. Cause like I said, this has been, where I am now has been a lifelong journey when it comes to social media, when it comes to being queer, when it comes to being black, when it comes to being me. Um, I just thank you for letting me have the space to be able to talk about that in its entirety because a lot of times we're just looked at for what we are now and not where we've come from so thank you um, for having me and I'm excited to watch the rest of the season (laughs) yeah same here well you deserve to be here you deserve to be in this space and you deserve a platform to be able to tell your story on so I hope that you continue to have more opportunities like this Mm -hmm. to be able to share your testimony with the world and let them know just how amazing our community is. Period. Period. And now for Open Space, an opportunity for us to let go, be free, and just live. Stick around for the vibes. All right, you all, so we're back at Open Space, and I know it might sound a little confusing, but we're gonna take each week to do things a little differently. We might have some fun, we might get a little deep, but we're gonna really use this space to be able to focus on our guests and give them some of their spotlight. So, we're gonna play a game. It's called Let's Get Cozy. Let's get cozy. Let's get cozy. Okay. It's really just a bunch of questions. (laughs) I got some answers. But we'll start. So what's something in your closet that makes you feel the most cozy? Oh, hoodie. A mm. good hoodie. Good oversized hoodie. Oversized. Keep Oversized. Hey, help me feel safe, warm. Okay. Cozy. Maybe even a hoodie from my partner, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> What's something in your closet that makes you feel confident? Um, Instantly, a good pair of heels came to mind. Even though I don't wear heels often, click clacking through a city. Like a stiletto? Not a stiletto, a good <laughs> chunky heel. Okay. A good chunky heel because nice I got big feet. So, yeah. um, comfortability. Yeah. Okay. A good heel, though. Okay, we're going to have to see these heels. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you feel the most comfortable? At home, in my space. I've curated a nice space with my partner, um, and I feel like. I love being there. Not I feel like we've kind of built through the pandemic and um, have moved through a couple of different spaces together. And I feel like this is like a good space for us. So I like to be there. Does it feel like home? Yeah, it does. And outside of that, I'll say performing. Okay. Performing yeah. on stage. Yeah. Okay. Um, just belting. I'm a loud person as well, but I'm not because I try not to <laughs> but I try not to be loud, but I still am. So I don't know how that works. But on stage, I can be as loud as I want, as quiet as I want. I can do what I want with my voice. So, um, yeah. Okay, well, you might have already answered the next question, but where do you feel the most confident? 
on the stage. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I like being on stage. It's it. I mean, it's equally as terrifying sometimes, but. The more I perform and the older I get, the more comfortable I get performing. So, and I don't, there's no like right now anyway, money attached to it. So, I'm, there's nothing to lose, you know. So, I'm just continuing to create and sing and being on stage is somewhere where I can do that. Yeah. Cheers to more money. Cheers to more money. Who makes you feel the most cozy or comfortable? My man. Um, We've been together for a while now, so uh, my partner. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my partner is my, my home anywhere yeah. I go, so um, yeah, you make me feel comfortable. It's a good place to be. Mm -hmm. Who makes you feel the most confident? Me. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of times I've searched for confidence and it's literally inside of you. It's a decision, honestly, um, of do you believe in yourself or not. Um, so that's that's a growing definition, but that's where I'm at right now um, with confidence. Yeah, well, I hope that everybody else felt that because I feel like we need a lot more confidence in this space. Yeah, for us, the, the gays, the girls. Yeah. 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 We have to... We deserve. So. We got to create our own confidence sometimes. Mm -hmm. So continue to do that. You make that decision for yourself, please. You do. You do. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming to Let's Get Cozy. Hopefully <laughs> you were able to feel a little bit more comfortable. I feel so cozy. <laughs> well, thank you again, Terrell, for being here. This has been fun, enlightening, and just very inspirational. <laughs> you all will be back next time with more Black queer folks at the table. But until then, peace out. Peace. <laughs>